Futura of Radio. I'm going to guess that we don't smell very good right now. Why would we not smell very good? Because we both ate Indian food. Oh, that's true, but it smells delicious. Well, yeah, to us, but probably <laughs> probably we can't tell and everybody else just thinks that we stink. You know, Rick and Don did mention something about smelling Indian food. Maybe it yeah. wasn't a good comment. I oh, know. I didn't even think about that. See, but we're used to it. We can't smell it. Uh, this is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Oh, yeah, but it was really good. It was so worth being stinky. Yeah. No, I, I have my leftovers today, too. <laughs> I did. So I didn't have I didn't have the tuna fish today. But I mean, how can I turn down when I have leftover Indian food? If you have, you know? and I, I know what restaurant you went to too. If you were there, you cannot turn down those leftovers. Yeah, I mean, it was you know, and it was an occasion yesterday. So you know, I deviated from my diet after one day. Wasn't that day one after? Yes, your that diet? was. Okay. <laughs> I also didn't get to go running today either, which sucked. But you did ride your bike, as did I. I. Did. Yes. No, I was planning on going running, but then, yeah, Greg, I'm still I'm 30 and I'm still riding my bike. Oh yeah, I haven't forgotten that actually. I, once again, I went to go do it on Saturday, and that was when after I'd gone to the mall, and mm. I was so pissed off I couldn't deal with. No, sometimes you have again. to be in the right frame of mind yeah. to be able to. Go I shopping. will get there. It's just it's in the most inopportune place to possibly <laughs> park and like run in. So it, I haven't forgotten. I will pay up my debt. I I owe you, and uh, yes, fair enough. That's that's fair to call me on. <laughs> Man, I was it was hard getting on my bicycle today, but I'm like I. Since I've gotten used to riding it, like, it feels so lazy when I r- drive my car, especially since, like, you know, we're pretty close to our respective homes. Yeah. Like, at the studio. So I got on my bike today, and then, God, by the time I got down to the coffee shop that we met at, I was just frozen, and I'm still yeah. cold. Yeah, it's really cold outside right now. I don't – it's definitely fall all of a sudden. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. It seems almost cold enough. I know it's not, but it's getting near even snowing. Weather. There was frost last night. Yeah, I mean, it seems like it's it's edging towards that. No, when we were sitting outside too, I could actually mm-hmm. see my breath, and that was you know yeah. like at two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. I know the mountain got a whole bunch of snow, which really makes me excited. Oh, because yeah. I finally have skis now, so I can actually go. Because I haven't had skis for a while, because I haven't I haven't been able to afford to buy new ones. Uh-huh. But um, Nate finally paid up for the wedding present from three years ago, where he got my skis. I remember that yeah. you were really excited about that mm-hmm. last year. Oh yeah, yeah, well, I'm stoked they finally arrived. Did you so. did you get to go last year? Uh, I think you were going to. But... Don't think I had enough money to go. Yeah, I think was the issue. <laughs> it's good thing that issue is resolved now. Well, I mean, at least now I don't have to rent though, so that's good. I mean, that saves that's renting true. is a pain in the ass when you go to the mountain. Like number one, it's expensive, and number two, you have to wait in that huge line with a bunch of idiots, and then the people running the rental place are never happy, and it's a pain in the ass. Yeah, like it takes off. I mean, you have to pay for the lift ticket anyway, and then it takes off. You know, minus. Two and a half hours because you have to get the stuff and then you have to drop it back off afterwards. So you lose, you know, 30% of your ticket. Mm. Yeah, it's a pain. Yeah, I... I really wish I liked snow sports. Yeah. But I'm scared. As soon as I get onto the top of the mountain, I just realize, and, you know, and I have like, you know, if it's either skis or the one time I went snowboarding, it's just, mm. I don't know, really terrifying and everyone's going so fast. And yeah. I don't know. Oh, it's fun. And then when I'm skiing, I'm also always afraid that my, that, you know, the skis are going to get really far apart and then I'm just going to like rip myself in half. <laughs> Does that happen? I don't know if that does happen to anyone. I mean... Because, like, what if all of a sudden they get, a, you know, like, divots on either side and they just go... Bleep. Well, yeah, I suppose that. I suppose it's I possible. Know. Yeah. yeah. It's possible that could happen. I don't know. I always... I, I don't know. I love skiing. But, yeah, I've had some pretty horrific crashes that I know I've talked about on here before. Mm. Um, do I sound weird? My headphones sound weird right now. I want to rephrase that question. 
I think that was what the problem was. <laughs> I was speaking into my microphone upside down. Yes. I'm a professional. Radio professional. Yes. Wow. Yeah, Bada I wonder what that was. Okay. Uh, I remember <laughs> what I was talking about now. I feel classy. Snow sports. I feel awesome. Yes. Yeah, I know. We just talked about what we were going to talk about, and then we didn't write out our list. Yeah, well, that happens. Oh, well. uh, what was it? Oh, I was going to say, though, yeah, so I didn't get to go running today. I fully intended to, but then I had to deal with a whole bunch of issues this morning. Because we had, um, I woke up just to get online, and of course, the internet was out, which Comcast, okay, well, whatever. Everybody knows that's the only place that you yeah, can Yeah, it's really the only get, thing that, yeah, that's basically pretty the only much, place you can get. Yeah. Um, for, for whatever reason, I thought it was them that was out this morning because I haven't had any router problems for a long time. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I had to call them and get on the phone and then go through the thing with the big with the guy on there. And then eventually I figured out it wasn't their problem. So um, I had to deal with my router again, which I haven't had to deal with that for a long time. Oh, yeah, for like months since we like basically moved out of that studio, right? Yeah. So, um, but, but I mean, for whatever reason, it was screwed up. So I had to... I had to get it get in touch with them, and the only way I could find the phone number was to look it up on on my phone. Actually, mm-hmm. looked up on, on there, and uh, I found you know what I thought was support for said router, and I called the number, and it was weird because somebody answered right away, which usually you have to go through like the whole hold process and representative. Yes, representative. <laughs> yes, yeah, you have to go through all of that thing. Oh, that doesn't work though. You can't even just say it in there. You have oh, to really? wait until they get there and press the number, and then wait through their little spiel, and then press the number, and then finally, due to an and every time I've ever called, due to an unexpected volume of calls, that happened to me today at a company really? that I was calling. Yep, and I had to keep calling back, and finally, I'm just like, I need to get this done. I can't sit, so I just sit and wait for 32 minutes. Oh, wow, that yeah. sucks. I didn't have to wait that long, but no time have I ever called this company where it hasn't been an unexpected expected volume of calls. Perhaps they should be expecting that volume of calls. So that's what I'm <laughs> Let's saying. just say it seems like the average amount of calls. So you should probably <laughs> Let's get take on that. a look that. at this. Um, <laughs> but so, so when I called this number that, that popped up, I was weird because somebody answered it right away and she started going through the process with me and there was something different about it. Like they didn't have my record on file and they didn't have uh, much information. She kept, she kept asking me over and over, now which router do you have? Which router do you have? And I'm like, well, it's the one right here. And usually you only have to say that once. And usually they, since I've been on the phone with these people so many times, they have huge records of me. Mm-hmm. Um, it goes right through. But I had to give all my information again. And then um, finally I get to, she asked for my email address. And I'm starting to be kind of weirded out by it. So I wasn't really sure what was going on. I was like, this just doesn't seem normal. Wait, and this was the phone number on the website? Well, what I thought was, I mean, it's what popped up the first thing when I when I uh, put it into my into my phone. I just like Googled you know, router name and support line. Mm-hmm. And that's the first number that popped up. So I figured, well, yeah, that must be it. So I just called it right off of there. And I don't know, I got to the end and she's asking for my email address and I started getting kind of weirded out about it. And I'm like, so this is, you know, this company? She's like, oh yes, yes, yeah, this is the, yeah, yeah. We'll help you with your router. We'll help you with it. And um, so I gave her uh, one of my fake email addresses that I use just for all these kinds of things. Mm-hmm. So that way you don't get a whole bunch of spam. And uh, then she goes, okay, now we would be happy to assist you. Uh, so what I need is your IP address and we're going to get on your computer and we'll go through and fix it for you. Oh, creepy. And we need your, and it's going to be a small charge. And I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. What the hell is this? Like, it, there's no reason you need to get on my computer and no way am I going to give you my IP address you can hop on my computer, let alone pay for it. No. It's like, this is supposed to be support for your product. You, you don't pay for it. And so at that point, I just like, no way, screw this. I am hanging up. She's like, oh, no, sir, it's fine. We can fix your router for you. I'm like, uh. So I don't know what happened there. I don't know whether I called 
whether this is somebody that it's like a fake number. So was it on their website proper or was it like a different at, like Well, I, I guess I didn't go back and double check that because it definitely, I don't think it was them because cause I hung up and um, I re-looked looked it up on my phone and I found Belkin, well, okay, whatever, yeah. I, Belkin support. Um, and, uh, and I double checked that and I called, it was a different number that I pulled up at that point and I called it and then it was totally the right thing. Yeah. So I don't know what I called before. That's creepy. Yeah. So if you weren't paying attention, you could have given them like unlimited access to your computer? Yes. Yes. Oh, that's unnerving. Yeah, which never, I will never do that. I mean, there's no reason that they, that I can think of that they would need to do that. Yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of curious if there are companies out there like that, though, that are, are fake sites like that, where they'll set up a fake number, just expecting people to call it. I'm sure Seamus can probably answer that. But, oh, yeah. Um, and well, I'm sure a lot of our listeners could. I don't know. That was It was creepy. That's really creepy. Like, I would say a uh, recommendation to anyone, never give your IP address so that they can hop on your computer and fix things for you. Mm-hmm. That just seems like a bad idea. Yeah, I would yeah. never do that. Yeah. Oh, that's creepy. Let alone that doesn't even make sense because how could they get on there when I didn't have internet access? Yeah, that's weird. They would probably just log it and be like, oh, I don't know why you can't see us. Click. <laughs> Yeah. Like now that you've given us your IP address, also and your social you, security number and your passwords. And your credit card. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. yeah, I don't know. It was just really weird. It was creepy. Yeah, um, mine wasn't a scam. Mine was just like, I was so impatient. Like, I just called this place so many times. And they kept doing the, uh, due to an unforeseen amount of, you know, like heavy calls, yeah. you know, the same thing. And I've been calling for days. And finally, I'm like, yo, it, this is the same message every time. Uh. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to wait. So. Ended up holding on, and then I was, you know, like doing some stuff on the internets, and had to, you know, I had it on speakerphone next to me so that I could listen when they pick up. And they, so there was like estimated waiting time, twenty seven minutes. I'm like, fuck Ugh. this, I've got to get this done. I'm like, there's no yeah. way. I'm like, I have a couple hours before I'm meeting up with Greg. I'm like, I just need to get this done. So, I'm sitting there waiting. Then it just um, keeps playing the same song over and over again. It's like this little like flute harpsichord, like do 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 do, and it kept doing this music. For about 15 seconds, then it would be someone talking about the product, and then it would do the same music over and oh. over again. And they didn't end up picking it up until, yeah, 32 minutes. I was counting on my computer. So it was about 32 minutes, and then you like, you know, me, at least just some gruff sounding person's just like, Da-da-da-da-da. I'm like, oh, okay, hi, how are you? But yeah. it was just more irritating to sit and have to wait. Oh, that's annoying. Yeah, oh, I hate those service. loops. Yes, customer service. Yes. Um, so it sounds like we both had exciting mornings. Yeah, well, because after I, after I dealt with that, then I've been dealing with this other thing for about the last. I don't know, day and a half. So um, somewhere in my house is a smoke alarm that the battery is dying on. So it's mm-hmm. doing the, you know, the random beep, you know, every so often. Oh, yeah. But it's the like thing, the little chirp beep. Like, yeah. Beep. But the thing is, Butters is terrified of smoke alarm noise, like absolutely terrified of it. And so this thing is going off, you know, every five minutes. And I've been checking all of my smoke alarms and I, I can't figure out where the hell it's coming from because um, I, I have a lot of them in the house because I'm paranoid about that. But uh um, so when she hears it, she instantly starts like completely convulsing, like shivering and will try to jump up onto you into your lap, like wherever you're at. And she's huge. She's big. She's not a, she's not a small dog. She's about 75 pounds and uh, not a lap dog. Mm. And, uh, yeah, full of like sharp bony legs and claws. So. Oh, talons. Yeah. Talons. Those aren't claws. Those are talons. Yeah. They're big. And, uh, and so she has just been freaking out. And so finally today I'm like, All right, I can't get anything done. I've got to figure this out. So I'm just going through the entire house and then going into each room, sitting there and waiting for five minutes, waiting till I hear a beep. Okay. Narrowed it down. Oh, no, it wasn't in here. Wow. I have to do this all morning long. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't even know if I fixed it or not. 
I don't know. Do you I, think that you found the one? I think I found the one because I didn't hear it again. But it'll do that though. It'll go like without beeping for for an hour, and then it'll go into its five every five minute rhythm. <sighs> Poor Butters. Oh gosh, she is terrified of it. Terrified. I have never seen a dog more afraid of a single little beep than she is of that. And I, every single time she freaks out. Every single time, just sitting there like completely shaking, like her entire body shaking, and then trying to go hide or jump up on you. It's oh, it's so annoying. It was driving me insane today. So because of that, I didn't get to go running. I got to go find a smuggler. Isn't it funny how you keep making up all these excuses? I really wanted to go running today. I was really, I was actually really excited about it. I downloaded a bunch of stuff on my MP3 players. Can go, yeah, I'm gonna do it. No, I didn't get to. That's my story about that. And that's all I've got to say about that. That was my morning. <laughs> that sounds quite exciting. Yes. Oh, well, after the show today, I, I went and made my apology to Lisa for being a bad friend. Oh, after the, the show yesterday? Before. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which, yes, I went to Trader Joe's, which is where I bought my amazing Indian food. I have no problem saying that because it was awesome. And, um, yeah, and then so I'm just, like, looking through the flower section. And I bought her some flowers and then bought, like, a bottle of, you know, the two-buck chuck. Yeah. And, like, you know, wrung it all up. And then I realized that I looked so weird. So the guy at the cash register was looking at me kind of weird. And I'm like, I wonder why. And it's like... It does look like I'm buying the single girl meal, but then like flowers for myself too, which made it look like extra sad. So I'm like, here's frozen dinner, bottle of red wine, bunch of like fla- like pretty daisies. <laughs> and so he's kind of looking at me weird. I'm like, why is he like, oh yeah, because I probably look a little sad. <laughs> so yeah, Ready that- <laughs> for a big night tonight. Oh, gossip girl's on. Which, hey, sometimes I do do that. I mean, there's a reason why it's a cliche because... It happens, and it's awesome. <laughs> I will drink my red wine and eat my microwavable dinner and watch Gossip Ooh, Gossip Girl was on last night. Was it? It I really to... was. I was just making that up. No, I need to catch up on that. <laughs> yeah, but instead, so, uh, yeah, so I went over to my friend Lisa's house, you know, and apologized again and gave her flowers, which was kind of strange because I like, walk in with, like, a bottle of wine and flowers, but, like, I was wooing her or something. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry, Trying to Lisa. court you. Yeah. So I brought that over and then ended up hanging out over there, and um, which is... Funny because she's like a very good cook, and they were having like a big family dinner and stuff. So of course you I like show- just interrupted it. No, no, she knew I was coming. Oh, okay. No, but of course you know it was just in time for dinner, and she's like, "Well, we have plenty of dinner if you want some." So she had made like pasta and meatballs and stuff. So I'm like, "Yeah." So basically, and then we opened the bottle of wine, and I had like a couple glasses out of it. I'm like, "So basically, my apology to her is buying her some flowers and some wine, which I drank some of, and then like <laughs> eating the f- dinner that she had prepared for her family." Yeah, my bad. <laughs> I'm so sorry that I showed up at 6 p.m. when I know you accident when you eat your dinner. <laughs> <laughs> well, since I'm here, <laughs> wow, classy. I know. I felt <laughs> bad, but then we ended up um, going out. I had like a I went out with a bunch of my ladies last night, and um, my ladies, your harem, my ladies. They, I, I love them all. Do you ever just have those moments where you look around at your friends? I'm just like, I love each and every one of you, yeah. especially since I think we freak out everybody else around us. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, we were sitting there. <laughs> I don't realize how vile our conversations are that we have until like there are normal people around, you know, talking about like dancing with the stars and shit. And meanwhile, we're talking about, you know, human centipede and how does one breathe, you know, with the ass to mouth sewing and how the Asian dude in the centipede was the most lucky because he, you know, didn't have to have his lips sewn to a butthole. I never actually saw that movie. But wouldn't isn't the nose free, though, to breathe? The nose is free to breathe. OK, you see, you that would breathe, that would yeah. be my theory. Yeah. But then we're also talking about so then. There was that. There were all these people sitting around us, and there were a couple like older men at this bar that we were at, too, and I couldn't tell if they were amused or disgusted by us. We were just like, <laughs> fuck it. We're just going to keep on talking. <laughs> then we were talking about that horrible story. Um, I don't know if you remember it, about the tearing and the pooping out of the vagina. Did you ever- what? 
Oh, it's the worst story ever. No, I don't. I'm not aware of that story. Oh, it, I, it was. It's a few years old. Um, actually, I think we talked about it on the Rick Emerson show. And this, uh, it was a quest for the worst story ever. And this one won because this woman had a baby. And then uh, after the after you know she had said baby, I'm already grossed out. <laughs> after she had said baby, there was some tearing that she didn't notice, and supposedly the wall between her. Um, Oh, good! It's pouring rain, and we're both on our bikes. Uh, the wall between her uh, anus and vagina <laughs> tore, and it rerouted the feces to come out of her vagina. So she was basically pooping out of her vagina. And so these are the conversations that I'm having, you know, with my that friends. That is disgusting, by as the way. As we're all sitting there, you know, like having a couple cigarettes, like drinking vodka sodas, like, and these people around us are just like horrified. And I was like, I can see why. Like, it takes some narrowing down to find your certain group of friends, because I don't think I could sit there. And nobody's being gross, and we're all just, like, seriously clinically talking about it. It's like, okay, so pooping out of her vagina. So, I mean, like, how would that be rerouted? And just because, like, you know, I had, a, I had a fucking baby. I don't know. That's not possible. And we're just saying that. Yeah. We're like the, we're like uh, sex in the city meets it's always sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> That's a pretty good description. <laughs> Just fucking vile, but like cocktails, la la la. And there are these other girls like sitting around us having like these really cu- like cute conversations about just like talking about like their hair and like a new handbag that they bought. And meanwhile, we're talking about ass to mouth sewing. <laughs> that was my night. Wow. That's awesome. That's why I can't go to nice places. <laughs> Unless they're nice places in the kind that accept everyone. Like nice places like Cassidy's, for example. Yes, like Cassidy's. Like Cassidy's. Cassidy's Bar and Grill. Located, 1331 Southwest Washington. Yes, a fine establishment where you can get a wonderful happy hour from 4 to 6 p.m. and By the way, this is just off, like, off the cuff. Hey, absolutely. That's how we work. Uh, <laughs> well, it does remind me of that because I love that place because it's awesome and it's like fancy, but it also has... like. Bob's a, Bob's a badass. Oh, yeah. You can have those kind of conversations in Cassidy's. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bob may even join you with it. <laughs> no, exactly. Like, remember <laughs> last time we were there, we were talking about something horrible and, like, the guy sitting next to us, like, some, like, you know, fancy, like, banker guy who uh-huh. just, like, joined in on our conversation. Yeah. That's the thing. That is why I really like that place because of that reason. There, I mean, you see all the people in there. Some of them, you know, do look very fancy, well-to-do. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, they're just totally as foul-mouthed and and ridiculous as everybody else in there. So it's it's awesome. You can always strike up a conversation with those people. That's why I like the yeah. places I like, because I don't like going places where I feel dirty. Yeah. You know, like when you walk into some places and they just look at you like you don't belong. I'm like, you're serving yeah. me fucking food. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm sorry that like, I'm not, you know, wearing, you know, don't have like a, you know, $6,000 purse or something. I'm like, but my money is just as good. I'm like, Julie Roberts, a pretty woman. <laughs> you're calling yourself a prostitute? No, that would be weird. I didn't make the comparison. <laughs> <laughs> no, when she goes into the boutique and the woman in the boutique wouldn't sell her uh, any of the dresses. I have never seen Pretty Woman. Oh, well, she looks at yeah. her and she's like, your money's no good here. Why? Because she can tell, because Julia Roberts wasn't up to um, the boutique standards. And then she goes it's shopping. money, though. I know, but it wasn't good enough for them. In this economy, who could really turn <laughs> down anyone? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. No, so I've, never I... watched, I've never watched Pretty Woman. Okay. Yeah, I don't. You don't really need to. No, I really have no <laughs> desire to. Julia Roberts is pretty in it, though. Nah, eh, she's all right. She's never really been like. Uh, I don't know. There's just something about her. I think if you saw her dressed as a prostitute, you might think differently. Maybe. Yeah. That's possible. Because she does have a really good body. Yeah. yeah. All right. And she wears like a tiny little skirt that like barely covers her ass cheeks. Well, <laughs> sold. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I think all it's right. on Netflix on demand right now too. 
Eh, no, I'm still like, I'm not going to watch that. <laughs> there, there's just no way. Fine, I don't see anything in that movie that would appeal to me. No. You know what I need to watch? No. I've been looking online for, um, I mean, I was going to go to the store and buy it for mm-hmm. a legal copy of uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah. Because I totally need to get my I have it on uh, VHS at home. You do? Mm-hmm. I only had, um, at my parents' house, I have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze. Yeah, see, the I, I've i seen the second and third one, because the second one was with Vanilla Ice, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've seen uh, I've seen that one, but the first one I've seen over and over and over. I mean, I haven't watched it in years, but I used to watch it all the time. Is it with Vanilla Ice? You yeah. know that. Well, I was just trying to remember which, which one he was in, but... <laughs> Yeah, so I have my April O'Neil costume done pretty much. I need to get my um, my accessories for it. So I think I need a yeah. microphone and I need a video camera. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to try and find, like, a, go to a thrift store and try and find, like, an old video camera. And I need to find out uh, her logo for Channel 3 News because I can't find it anywhere and I want to, um, like, paint it on the Does she have that on her, on her clothes? Well, sometimes you just need those little touches just yeah. so people really know because I don't totally. think she had it. Totally, I know she had... Uh, she has press written on the front of her yellow jumpsuit, and she wears a white belt in the yellow jumpsuit. But then I need to figure out how to incorporate the Ninja Turtles into it, because I don't know how to do that. Well, I think anybody, though, that's remotely our age is going to know what who you are. And even with the, like, the whole resurgence of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, wasn't she in that, too? I mean, they kept that character around, I'm assuming. Yeah, they kept her around, but... Uh, still in the yellow jumpsuit? No, her the yellow jumpsuit was only in the uh, first run of the cartoons and in... Um, oh. Yeah, I think it was just the original April O'Neil. Oh, well, that's screwed up. Yeah. But I mean, but that's her, like, her defining outfit. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Yeah, I, oh, I don't think you have a problem. The only thing that people could get it confused with is maybe uh, Kill Bill or something like that. But, but I do have the bright red wig. Yeah, see, it'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, everybody will know April O'Neil. Especially if you have a camera and a microphone, too. Do we have an old microphone that I could borrow? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I just need to find one of those old things, and then that's why I want to get the logo so that I can tape the logo on the side of the video uh, camera. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I want to put the logo on the side of the video camera and then put <laughs> it on the back of my um, on the back of my jumpsuit as well. <laughs> April O'Neil reporting live. <laughs> but how can I incorporate the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Uh. I guess I should just hit up some thrift stores know. and see if I can find some paraphernalia that'll like, like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles patch or something or. Yeah, I don't really know what you could do on that. You can yeah. always print something out and, out and just put it on there. Ooh. Eat a piece of pizza. <laughs> just constantly eating pizza. <laughs> I had a friend for his Halloween costume one time, uh, walked around with a cooked turkey leg all night and ate it throughout the night. He just had it in his pocket and pulled it out and started eating it. Gross. Yeah. It was disgusting. But it was pretty damn funny. I um, have a friend who does that with food all the time. Like, not ironically? Yeah. Seriously. No, because he's just like, I shit you not, he's just like, refrigeration's new. He's like, people have eaten food for years and it was fine. Like, if you just leave it out for a little while. So he'll leave food out and then just. That's really gross. Yeah. That's, uh. (laughs) Does he put it in his pocket and, like, walk around with it? No, just like. How long does he leave it out? I don't know, like a few hours. Eh, no. Sometimes more than a few. Oh, no, that's gross. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's, that's it not grosses right. me out too if that's any consolation. That's that's not right. <laughs> that's not good for your insides at all. No. But see, it's like you know, like not keeping your babies away from the world because they have to be you know exposed to certain things. That's not the same. They cannot make that comparison in any way, shape, or form to that. That does not count. 
There's a difference from eating basically garbage at that point to <laughs> keeping your baby, you know, from being exposed to the world. I have a world. hard time eating, like, pizza if it's been left out overnight. I've done that before. Zap it in the microwave. But pizza's a little bit different to me. I don't know. Pizza doesn't really fall under the normal guidelines. Okay, what about... But I, it's still gross, and I should not be doing it. But <laughs> if I'm really hungry the next day, and there's pizza there, and I already paid for it, and it's more of a money issue than at that point. I can't get a light go to waste. Well, I could never leave out milk and then redrink it. Oh, no. No. But I've left out butter, like a, or like a tub of margarine. Yeah. Or I left it out overnight and then just put it back oh, in the fridge and let it reharden. That. Yeah, that's... <laughs> I don't know. I don't like butter or margarine that much anyway, so... Oh, yeah, you don't like condiments. No, huh? I forgot. Mm-mm. Ketchup? No. Mayonnaise? Blah. Miracle Whip? Blah. Those wow, are my, great, those are my really. assessments on those. No, I'm not a big condiment person. But I run. I, actually, it's more just regular, ordinary condiments that I don't like because I like all you know, like Indian food. Yesterday, like I like all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, all the different sauces. Yeah, all the sauces. But um, no, like ketchup and maybe a tiny bit of mustard, but really only if I have to. I'd prefer not to have anything like that on there. I like it dry. Order my cheeseburgers dry. You're yeah. odd. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's just the way I like things. I like it the way I like it. Lisa's, I like it the way I like it. It's not three days old. <laughs> no, not three days. No, I'm talking about like six hours. <laughs> yeah, that's still not right. No, I know. I know. That's basically you are eating garbage at that point. That's refuse. It's food I don't know, that maybe... is starting to starting to waste. Oh, oh my phone. <laughs> I forgot to silence it. What is that? When we were um, when I was hanging out with my friends last night, we were talking about um, old TV shows that we love. That was the theme song to Clarissa Explains It All. I know. What on that Nickelodeon, is. I know. Oh, if that's a Nickelodeon. I know, Hillbilly. I know you's <laughs> out living in the farm. <laughs> we don't have your fancy TV. <laughs> we don't have your fancy talk and picture box. We got our OPB, our NBC, <laughs> and our ABC. It's a lot of need. Na, 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 Why do you think na. I like cable so much now? Because I never had it when I was a kid. I'm, it's, it's fascinating to me. So many channels. All right. So you think that if something's been sitting out for... This is kind of an interesting topic. All right. So if something's been sitting out for six hours, it's garbage. Well, I'm... Okay. What if it's... Okay. What if it is a bean burrito? Yeah. That's garbage? After six hours of After sitting out? After six hours. Like, say you set it on the kitchen counter. You, uh, at like two o'clock in the afternoon, you come back at eight and you heat it up and eat it. No. Uh-uh. No. No, that's that's why not put it in the if you put it in the fridge that could that could be okay, but no. Don't you think that's wasteful though? And I mean, as you were just saying, these tough economic times. Well, I put it in the fridge. Well, maybe the refrigerator it's, that doesn't is too change full. anything. It doesn't change that it's still garbage, because that same burrito could be sitting in the trash can for six hours. Would you pick it up and eat it there? So it wasn't wasteful. Greg, why are you asking me if I would eat something out of a garbage can? I don't know. You, you seem to be very fond of this. No, I'm just idea. saying. Like sometimes they're, you know, if you leave it out, maybe it has time to, you know, get proper air and it's not in, in the refrigerator with <laughs> a bunch a of other of, stinky foods. Is it a bottle of wine? No, <laughs> no, it doesn't work that way. I'm sorry, it just doesn't. Especially if there's like any kind of cheese or milk product in there. What are, you like burritos too with like sour cream? So you're gonna eat a burrito that's been sitting out for six no. hours with sour cream? No, no, on it? no, not with sour cream. Okay. But I'm saying, yeah, I mean, I would I would leave one out for a few hours if it was Let like, alone the fact that like the tortilla is going to be all hard and crusty at that point. That's why you sprinkle a little bit of water on it and then put it in the microwave. <laughs> I 
began its process of rotting at that point. <laughs> it has not! Uh, that's about six hours for bacteria to grow in there at room temperature. Haven't you ever taken like a food I'm handler's class? I'm looking this up. Yes, I have my food handler's permit. Thank you very much. Okay. Well, then you should know. You should know there's how something not right about this. How long can you leave? Whoa. I wrote how long can you leave and the first thing goes, how long can you leave a tampon in? Oh. That's gross. All right. How long can you leave? Okay. The sixth or the eighth option is how long can you leave food out? I'm telling you. The maximum is four hours at room temperature. Yeah, see, there you go. You're poisoning yourself at that point. Yeah, but why is it four hours? I don't know. Probably that's when the uh, deadly bacteria, that's how long they take to grow. Oh, well, so that's just answered by some random person. I'm sure they know what they're talking about. No, most most like, people on the internet know what they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it's too risky not to believe everything you read on the internet. Um, okay, so the exceptions are anything cooked with milk. Do not eat any or save any food items cooked with milk for more than about 12 hours. Sour cream dishes will keep forever. Is the internet still right, Greg? No. Sour cream does not spoil yeah, or degrade like milk and will always be good to eat many hours later without without worry. Yeah, but it's probably being refrigerated. That's probably not just leaving it out on a counter for six hours. Let alone, the, what if there's like a fly in there and stuff and like bugs? Fly could have planted its eggs There are bugs everywhere. There. there are bugs living inside of your eyelashes. There's so, but it's not a fly. It's in your body. Yeah, that's different though. <laughs> You could be eating, Flies have you could be eating unhatched larvae at you that point. You were just at a restaurant last night. God knows what's happening in their kitchen. I don't know. As long as I don't I know, it's fine. <laughs> the guy was probably wearing one glove. Ew. Kind of kneading around, making sure everything's like all properly massaged. <laughs> How long can I food be out not. of the fridge before it kills me? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something you would write. <laughs> I'm telling How you. How do we even get on seem, this? I don't know. You're talking about how you like to eat Well, because haven't you ever done that where you're time. bummed out? We're like, okay, like, I've done this before with a grilled cheese sandwich. I will say that. Like, I've eaten a grilled cheese sandwich and then forgot to put, like, and then I like, made another one and forgot to put it away. And then a few hours later, I'm like, oh, shit, forgot that I made that. And I don't want to waste it, especially since i How do you I've forget that you made a grilled cheese? Because I'll eat one and then I'll, like, sit down and I'll be like, oh, I'm still hungry. And then you'll make another one and just, like, leave it out? No, and then I'd like if I made another one and then I forgot that I had left it out because I thought I'd put it away, but then I've like left it out sitting, you know, in the pan on my stove, and then a few hours later I'll just reheat it back up. That's fine. Nah. No, I'd say no on that one. Six hours. Maybe an hour, an hour, maybe even two hours, I may still go back to it. And like I said, the the exception with the pizza thing, and that's completely wrong, and I should not do that. Um but uh <laughs> Uh, no, uh-uh, no. I'm not, I'm not eating a grilled cheese that's been sitting out for six hours. Then that's a milk product right there. I mean, that's something. Ooh. All right, it is saying the official line is four hours. I will keep that in mind now. See, when you're in, say, sifting through your garbage, looking for a snack later. Oh, <laughs> stop being rude now. Oh, damn it. I know, I'm telling you, though, in all seriousness, that's, it's not good. It's not good to do that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it does gross me out, though. Just saying. And nothing, like, wet. Like, no, like, what do you soup, mean? Like, like, anything soupy or anything. Where it gets, like, a crust over the top of it? Ew. Yeah, well, that's what it's doing on the inside of that burrito. <laughs> well, thankfully, that burrito was from a couple weeks ago, and I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I've got a stomach made of iron. <laughs> I really think that it's... Um, the vast amounts of milk that I drink that keep my stomach okay. <laughs> I think you do seem to drink a lot of milk. I do. I, I'll go through like a gallon like in a few days. Wow. 
Yeah, Katie drinks that much too. Mm-hmm. See, I mean, I have no problem with milk. I can drink it, but I, I can't drink that much. It just. Uh, I've know. told the more I, I was told um, that the more milk you drink, like the softer your skin is. Is that true? I don't know. That just sounds like something made like up. That sounds like something someone made up. To I saw it on the internet to justify them, justify Pong. their uh, <laughs> their milk Let me drinking. You, you, you look so milky. <laughs> Wow, what are we even doing? All I right, have no so idea. April O'Neil, I don't know if anyone. I'm gonna j- keep looking for like what? A, how can I incorporate some kind of Ninja Turtles thing into it? Okay, yeah, you'll see. Have to if see you come up with anything, out. let me know because I'm kind of. Well, I'm just trying to think if she had anything. So I, I don't know. I'll try to think about that. Um, and if anyone out there is still looking for a costume. You can go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the buycostumes.com link right on the left-hand side and get a wonderful discount and still plenty of time to actually have it shipped out to you. So uh, awesome. definitely go there and do that if you're looking for something. Um, I, I think I finally figured out what I'm going to do. Ooh, what are you going to do? I'm, I don't know if I'm ready to announce it yet. I'm not ready to announce it on the air. Are you going to announce it, though? Uh, yeah, I will. I will later okay. this week. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is, I have to say, this has been the weirdest Halloween because normally I have it, I've said this before, I know, but I normally I have it planned out like two months in advance, and this is like last second, and I actually think I am going to repeat a costume, but it's been, it's been like seven or eight years since I've done this one. Oh, so that's I figured totally that's, understandable. You know, and Pee-wee doesn't count. I, I, I'll repeat Pee-wee every few years, but it's, it's not my Pee-wee costume. So normally I'm kind of against repeating. Because it's like once I do it once, then that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this one, this one was a lot of fun. The last time I went as it, okay. so and you get to harass people and blame it on someone else, and it's that's harass the people main. and blame it on someone else. Yeah, it's not your fault. Hmm. Okay, I'm curious to see what you yeah. come up with mm-hmm. because I know what you were originally thinking. You've kind of um, I've deviated from that because that, right? it's going to be a pain in the ass. Yeah. Yeah. To get my hair to do that. Okay. Um, so uh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I think I'm I'm pretty confident in what I'm gonna what I do. Oh yeah, it's gonna be fun. And you get to do a an accent all night long. Are we gonna wear our costumes to the show on Friday? <laughs> we could. That'd be so for dorky. our own amusement. Oh, that'd be so nerdy. <laughs> we yeah. totally should. Yeah, we should. Okay. I, I'll have to I have to try to get it done by then. So yeah, I'll, I'll have enough time. Okay. <laughs> that is really nerdy. We do that, but then we can take pictures and put them up. I guess. Well, and Aaron's going to be in the studio too. That's true. And we'll just make sure he'll what's totally Aaron, want it. What's Aaron going as for Halloween? I don't know. Hmm. I know what Tucky's going as though. Really? Uh huh. What? It's genius. When I, I I told him that I can't ruin it for him yet, but he said that we'll, we'll be able to tell on Friday. And I'm, I'm going to get pictures too. Oh, awesome! <laughs> All right. Yeah, because I think you're going to my friend's birthday party this weekend too, aren't you? Uh, most likely. It depends on what's going on. Okay. Yeah. I'm definitely going to try to get over there. Okay, cool. Well, then um, you, would, you would see him there. Yes, and I need to return. Uh, many of my friends have been calling me, and I have not returned their calls. So, uh, Jason, I'm sorry. I'll call you back. Yes, come over this weekend. I'll call um, him right now? No, I, I won't call him right now. But, okay. uh, oh, I thought you said they were calling right now. No. Well, no, he called just a little bit ago. And, uh, yes, I've been kind of an ass not returning your phone call. I apologize. You're just an ass in life, I, I know, yes. Um, what else was I going to talk I can't remember what else I was going to say, but what happened? I don't know, we'd do some... Yeah, let's do a little... Ball talk? A little bit of ball talk. Yeah, especially since tonight we're both going to be watching the big game. The Blazers. The Blazers. Yeah, let's talk about the Blazers. I have a, I have some friends going to the game tonight, actually. Really? Yeah. I, I would have liked to. I just I didn't uh, get tickets on time. I guess that they... Um, like, uh, my friend's brother actually had to go down and wait in line because you could only get them if you went down oh, there yeah. and purchased them. So, yeah, they, they were gone in like a couple hours. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. going to be hard to... Well, I don't know. I don't know. I have a couple thoughts on the Blazers. Okay. All right. Yeah, let's let's do ball talk. Okay. 
All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. Yes, the NBA season starts today. So the Blazers, first game. First game. First game. Uh, so it's uh, Blazers uh, versus the Phoenix Suns, which is a rematch of who kicked them out of the playoffs last year. Uh, so it's going to be going on. Actually, it's here in town. So it's, uh, well, like you said, you have some friends that are going to mm-hmm. the game. Um, so, yeah, Blazers season is starting. They uh, they signed that uh, one new guy, Fabricio Alberto. O- Alberto. Fabricio Alberto? Yeah, they, they had to get somebody to, uh, since they all of their centers are injured, they had to get somebody to back up. So that's why... Um, Jeff Pendergraf had to be released, so which kind of sucks. He was really good, but he got a season-ending in, season injury in the preseason. Was he on our fantasy football team? No. No, he was not. And I have not started up an NBA fantasy team, so nobody can blame me for this one. Um, but uh, they did. They, they signed this guy, so he's just kind of like an emergency backup, essentially, is what they've got him for. Okay, but so he'll be there tonight. He'll be there tonight, yes. And uh, they did also sign Patty Mills, which I know he's kind of a Portland favorite. Um, he's he's a uh, point guard, but he's just on the cusp of maybe making the NBA, but they actually signed him, so he's going to stay in the NBA for uh, for another year with the Blazers. Uh, it's a non-guaranteed contract, though, so I could see him getting cut at some point. He's, um, he's a guy, he's from Australia originally. Okay. And uh, he's pretty popular around town. I think a lot of people like him. I guess he's a really nice guy or something. So, what like do that. you think? Like, what do you think of the new lineup? <sighs> I'm a little worried about the Blazers. I will be completely honest. Um, they haven't looked that great in the preseason. They don't seem like they have everything together, and they didn't make a big trade, which I think they needed to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, the whole Chris Paul thing, I'm still pissed off about that. You are. You were we, his number one fan. If we had gotten Chris Paul, I mean, I would say we're instant contenders for the. Uh, we're instant contenders to knock off the Lakers. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I, it, we'll have to see what happens if if they don't start off well. And, and regardless of this game, whether they win or not tonight, which I really hope they win because the Suns aren't like they were last year. They don't have uh, Amari Stoudemire anymore. But if the Blazers kind of sputter when the season starts, I think they will have to make a trade. And, really? And somebody's going to get traded, yeah. Who do you think it's going to be? I don't know. I mean, there's the worry about Greg Oden right now because Greg Oden, I guess, made a public statement, and I don't think I talked about this on Ball Talk, uh, saying that he's pretty much resigned himself to the fact that he is going to be a free agent next year. So he doesn't think the Blazers are going to sign him. Really? Yeah, which is a big risk because we've put so much time into him, and then if we don't re-sign him, then he goes out and he's a free agent somewhere, and suddenly he finally becomes what he was supposed to be, Mm -hmm. you know, this amazing franchise-changing center. Or we sign him again, and then it's the same thing. He's always injured and just takes up a roster spot. So I don't know. But he doesn't think the Blazers are going to re-sign him. He's convinced. Is he himself. bummed about that? Uh, well, I mean, it didn't really say whether he's bummed or not. He's just like accepting it as fact. Yeah. You know, this is it. That's the deal. So I don't know. I I'm worried about the Blazers. I came in with high hopes after last year, but uh, I think if they just get themselves reorganized and back together, I, th- I think they're going to be fine. Okay. Yeah, I think they'll still they'll still be good. <laughs> so do you think a lot's riding on tonight? Uh, no, not a lot <laughs> riding on tonight. But it's it is going to give us a look at how they're going to be. Okay. You know, because if Phoenix is not the team they were last year. So if we have if, if we get blown out by Phoenix, that's a bad sign. If we barely lose to Phoenix, it's still not a great sign, but, you know, uh, that's okay. It's first game. Mm-hmm. But uh, we should definitely beat them. We're, we're a better team than that. So if that doesn't happen, mm, I'm a little worried. Um, I'm excited. You know, as we've talked about, like, I'm not really the biggest sports person, but I mm-hmm. do enjoy watching games from time to time, and I like being around people who are excited about something. Yeah. And that's why I'm excited to watch the game tonight, because I'm, I'm going to be watching with some friends who are, you know, huge Blazers fans. Yeah. The, I mean, Blazers are awesome, you know, and we everybody loves them here in town. So it is it is fun to watch their games. I just hope that they, I hope they do well. 
And I hope Rudy isn't a bitch tonight. But he hasn't been. He hasn't been in the preseason. I will give Rudy He's credit. been kind of manning up, hasn't he? I'll, I'll give him credit. Yeah, he's been playing actually really well. So hopefully he can just keep his mouth shut and just play. <laughs> Less talking, more playing. Less talking, more basketball. Yes. <laughs> Do what you're supposed to. Do what you're told. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so yes, the Blazers are playing tonight. And, of course, you know, every other team is starting off, too. So, um... There's some different things going on. So LeBron James, of course, the people in Cleveland still hate him a lot. They really don't like him. And I guess there's a radio host now in Cleveland who has hired a witch doctor in an attempt to curse LeBron James for the season. So Really? <laughs> yes. So they have this guy. Shouldn't they like be over this by now? No. I mean, this has been a couple months, there, hasn't it? I'm telling you, it is going to be years and years. I doubt Cleveland will ever get over this. Like it, they will talk about this years, twenty years from now, people will still be talking about how LeBron James uh, was an over asshole. Cleveland. Yeah, mm-hmm. they will never let this go. Uh, so the thing is that this, this radio station they they hired a witch doctor who used bones, blood, and a LeBron James jersey to cast a curse on him that he would suck. Wow. Yeah. So uh, they they really don't like him there, but uh, Miami loves him. And they actually love him so much, and they're so confident in their three new players, LeBron James, Chris Bosh, and Dwayne Wade. Well, Dwayne Wade is staying there, but uh, they're so happy with their three players. There's actually a bar in Miami called the Whiskey Tango All-American Bar and Grill. Um, in, uh, that sounds like some kind of trucker lingo, Whiskey Tango, Foxtrot. Or either that Niner. or like some uh, uh, Japanese like thing trying to take on an American thing. Super happy All-American Fun Time Bar. Whiskey Tango All-American Bar and Grill. So uh, they uh, they are so confident that the Heat are going to win that if you show up there a half hour before the game uh, tonight um, and sign up with your, with your server and um, Miami loses, if the Miami Heat lose, they will pay $25 of your bar tab per person, whoever gets there a half hour ahead of time. Wow. They're saying they will pay your bar tab if, Lebr- if uh, the Miami Heat lose tonight. So that's a bold statement. I'm... Really, it really just makes me so excited really? that Ruta, get, Ruta gets Miami this year. I think pretty much the entire country outside of South Florida is really excited that Ruta gets Miami this mm-hmm. year. So um, I will be one of those people. And Whiskey Tango, I hope you have to pay a lot. <laughs> so, uh, yes, NBA season tonight. Uh, we got a... Excuse me. It was off mic. You were doing it before we... Started recording. That was very much off mic. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, moving on in our potpourri of balls, John Daly. After talking about him, do you know who John Daly is? Why does that name sound familiar? Okay, he is the golfer who was kind of famous for. He, is he the drunk guy? Yeah. Okay, the yeah. PN guy? Uh, yeah, yeah, pees, pees on the course and has very uh, well documented problems with alcohol. He's gone through rehab several times. I think he's actually clean right now, but he's got a new book coming out uh, called My Life in and Out of the Rough. Yes. And um, he did an interview and uh, with this guy from the Charlotte Observer, and the guy asked him, you know, what he's what John Daly has learned about himself through the years. And his statement was that I was happy when I was a miserable drunk. I played better when I was drunk. And so uh, he says that, uh, yeah, he. he Wait, so he was. Ha- I was that I was happy when I was a miserable drunk. I played better when I was drunk. Okay. So he's saying he's very unhappy now that he's sober, and that he actually played better on the course when he was drunk. Because he was notoriously drunk on the course during PGA matches all the time. Uh-huh. Uh, so, yes, this is John Daly's uh, assessment of himself. That he was better off as a drunk. <laughs> Wait, so why doesn't he not, like, become one again? I don't know. Maybe he will. I mean, probably because he didn't want to die. Probably. I mean, yeah. he's uh, He was that kind of an alcoholic. 
Oh, really? Like a yeah. super hardcore? Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, oh, very, not like kooky. Like, was, I've had one too many cocktails. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But um, but he believes that he's better off as a drunk. So, you know, whatever. Whatever works for him. Um, all right, John Daly. Uh, moving on in NFL news. Bad news for Dallas Cowboys fans. Tony Romo. Who is not on our fantasy football team. I know. I Yeah, that was the first thing I said to you. <laughs> not on our fantasy football team. Uh, is out for probably the entire season right now with a broken collarbone. So he's the guy. He used to date Jessica s- Simpson. Oh, and I saw that injury, too. I haven't watched the video. I actually don't want to watch don't it. Don't watch it. Was it pretty bad? It's not pretty bad, but you can just tell. Because, you know, he's like a tough dude, too. Like, yeah. he, you know, that guy tackles him. And then all of a sudden, he just, like, grabs his shoulder and then he just, like, lays back. Just hear a and you, No, you snap. can't hear the snap. Uh, okay. Thank God. But no, but you can see him all of a sudden just grab it, and he looks like he's about to pass out from pain. Hey. Like especially you see where you know where his hand goes, and that's instantly what you think of. You know, it's just like that snapping. Ah, uh, yeah, that's not good. Well, he's uh, yeah, most likely out for the season. So Dallas has been sucking anyway. But uh, yeah, Tony Romo out. Tony Romo was on uh, Shantos' team. <laughs> that's too bad. <laughs> that's too bad, motherfucker. That's too bad. Well, uh, somebody who's on our fantasy team, Ocho Cinco. How's he doing? Uh, he's he's, he's okay. doing good. He did good for us last year. Okay. Or last last week. Last week. Yeah. Um, but he's in the news now for something else ridiculous. He's always doing ridiculous things. But uh, this guy, now, um, do you know who Deion Sanders is? Yes. Okay. He was a big, big star in the and NFL does, like, and Major League Baseball. Um, I don't know if he does. Do you do commercials? Yeah, he like, did lots of commercials. Guy. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I suppose. He's not He's not the Old Spice guy, if that's what you're thinking. No, no, not that guy. Okay. Dion, I know him from somewhere. Dion Primetime Sanders. Does he host uh, any of the ESPN shows now? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's okay, on that's ESPN. Right. Okay. He's yeah, on I... ESPN all the time. Actually, when we go and check our fantasy stats, it's him that always pops up in that pre-produced commercial that you have to watch before. Hi, I'm Dion Sanders yeah. here at Mike Tarico, and you can win a trip to the Super Bowl. He is Bye-bye. definitely not good looking. Definitely not the guy that was well, but, but, I, but I recognize him. Well, apparently Ocho Cinco thinks his daughter is quite attractive. So he is, uh, I guess Ocho Cinco is now dating Dion Sanders' daughter, <laughs> whose name is Deondra. That's the kind of ego Dion Sanders has. Did you ever see his uh, video? Because he tried to become a uh, uh, star at one point with his song. Wait, did he do the must be the money? Mm-hmm. If you want to go and take that one? Uh, no, it's it's not that one, but here, let me see here. Let's see if I've got it. Let me pull this down. I've never heard this. It's just sad. Deion Sanders. He he was a star though because he was a star in baseball and football. I believe, yeah, he's played in the World Series and uh, in the Super Bowl. Oh, that's coming from my. Oh, okay, I was like, where's that music coming from? Daisy. You just can't stop listening to it. That's right. Must be the money. Yeah. Uh, Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders. And Deandra. All right, moving on in uh, random football news. Uh, college football. So I found out about this, and which I have wondered about this, and I, I've always noticed it, but I never really put 
too much thought into it. But uh, so ESPN's College Game Day is something that happens every week, and they pick one city out of the nation and where wherever like the biggest football game is, and that's where they'll go broadcast from for the mm-hmm. day and do their whole show from there. So. Uh, like it was at Oregon a couple of weeks ago, and it's going to be at USC this weekend for the USC Oregon game. They'll go all over the place, but um, every time you watch it, and they always do it outside, they set up this, their their big podium and everything outside, so there's always fans in the background. But there's always something in the background, and it's a Washington State flag, which obviously they're not going to Washington State for any game day celebrations uh-huh. or, or any game where Washington State is involved. Right? Oh now. my God, that guy did that when I was in school there. Did what? I shit you not. Like there was a team of people that would go to every single broadcast game. Uh-huh. I remember and bring all of their WSU paraphernalia and stand behind all of the cameras. Well, apparently, one of those, I was friends with one of those guys. Well, and I guess this this uh, is something they've been doing for quite some time. And what they do is because they're never going to be on game day. They uh, they have this one Washington State flag. And this network of people all around the country. Mm-hmm. And so wherever game day, and they only announce game day like five days before it happens, they'll ship it to a representative of Washington State down there, wherever the game is. And that person will go to game day and stand there with it in the background the entire time. Wow, I haven't thought about that in years. Yep, that's totally true. Well, I, I, yeah, uh, I remember that from college. Hey, that's kind of cool. You know, I uh-huh. think <laughs> more power to them. I like this little underground, like, underdog network. <laughs> <laughs> well, they got to do something. Yep. And there's even a statement on, uh, I guess, kookfan.com says, if game day won't go to Pullman, then we'll go to game day. <laughs> Which, uh, they're going to have to do that for quite a few years, I think. <laughs> but, uh, you know, more power to them. That's kind of cool. That they're always in the background, no matter what. So anytime now that I watch game day, I'm gonna I'm gonna pay attention to that and see where the where the Washington State Cougars flag is. But uh, yeah, so so the Cougars, go least, Cougs! At least representing something. <laughs> um, all right, and uh, I was gonna talk about this. Well, I don't know. I was gonna think about maybe giving another explanation about something for for football, like I did a couple a uh, couple of weeks ago. Okay. Okay. So I've talked about the BCS before. Yes. Bowl Championship Series. Yes. So this is what a lot of people are talking about. So these are the rankings for college football. And depending on where you are in the country, it's a, it's a big deal. If you're near a con- uh, team that's doing very well, then it's a pretty big deal. Um, so the way the BCS works, and this is how college decides who plays in the national championship game, are the BCS rankings. And so what they do is they take three human polls, where it's like USA Today and like the coaches poll. There's, there's three different mm. ones. And then they take a computer algorithm and add that in with it, and that's how they calculate who the number one team in the nation is. Okay. So, and that's what the BCS rankings are. Okay. So this week, uh, the rankings are Auburn is actually ranked number one. But a lot of people are up in arms about that because in all of the human polls, the three other polls, Oregon is number one. So they both have a way that they can claim number one. Uh, does so that who make has sense? the final say? The BCS has the final say. Okay. So the BCS poll has the final say, but a lot of people talk about how ridiculous that is because if everybody else in the country believes this other team is number one, then there's got to be some weight to that. Yeah. But uh, it's apparently not enough to make that team number one. So this is this is why there's this is going to become more and more prevalent. So I guess I'm just kind of laying the groundwork so you understand there's going to be controversy surrounding this. Okay. Controversy surrounding the BCS. Surrounding the BCS and who is going to be number one and who plays in the national championship game. Okay. Because college football does not have playoffs. There are no playoffs. So this is the they, only do way to determine. they just have bowls? Just bowls. Okay. Yep, there's a national championship game, and that's really the only one that matters. And only two teams get to go to it. And this BCS computer algorithm thing is the only thing that decides it. So it's really, it's not, it's not seen as being very accurate. Doesn't seem to be. No. So <laughs> anyway, that is the BCS. We'll, we'll explain that more in future episodes. Uh, finally, <laughs> we have some very sad news in ball talk. Something uh, very disturbing. We've heard from a number of listeners about this, and people all over the world are, are quite upset. 
And, you know, I don't like to take things to a down, uh, you know, on a downside on this to end ball talk like this, but I, I think it's more of a celebration than anything else. Mm-hmm. Paul the Octopus, the famous cephalopod, or whatever you call them, from Germany, has passed away at the age of two and a half. Oh, Paul. Paul, of course, quite famous for his predictions uh, during the, wor- the World Cup. Uh, where he predicted pretty much every well every German match correctly, mm. including them losing, all the way through. Uh, celebrated the world over, especially in Spain, and uh, he has passed away. So was it natural, or did somebody finally get to him? No, it was natural <laughs> causes. There were, of course, many death threats against Paul. Oh, Paul! But, uh, I loved Paul the octopus. Yeah, he. Uh, I guess this is a that's a ripe old age for an for an octopi. So. I have to say, I didn't look into the story, but I did get. Several <laughs> emails. Yes. Like everything was all Paul the Octopus all the time this morning. Yeah, yeah. So uh, a lot of people very upset about uh, about the loss of Paul. You know, just a huge, uh, huge thing. And he was a huge figure in sports. He really was. He really was. And just in celebration of this, I actually took a look and uh, just to see what kind of celebrations were going on around the world. And I a celebration I, of the life of Paul the Octopus. Of the life of Paul the Octopus, and just just the the things that he brought. You know, the enrichment that he brought to the uh, world sporting community. And I found this. It's a um, it's a song. It's a tribute to Paul the Octopus. Paul, this is for you. In honor of Paul, I would like to offer my one final tribute, bringing out of retirement, the movie's in. Farewell, Paul. You will be missed. I wonder if they're going to eat him. I was kind of wondering that, too. <laughs> I mean, you'd be ashamed to go to waste. They could eat, acquire his knowledge. <laughs> Maybe they'll feed them to other octopi and see if they <laughs> they somehow gather it. Well, it's big shoes to fill. Someone's going to have to step up and uh, fill the world of Paul. Goodbye, Paul. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. I'm going to take that thing away from you. <laughs> I've missed the Vuvuzela. <laughs> It's kind of a catchy number, though. Paul the octopus, Paul the octopus, Paul the octopus, we love you. Paul, 
the octopus, we love you. Your tentacles are magical? <laughs> Germany. The octopus, Paul, the octopus, we love you. To win when you eat your dinner, Paul, the octopus, we love. This is my favorite song I've heard in a long time. Actually. It's pretty good, actually. Paul the octopus. Farewell. How can I follow that that guy up? Sweet cephalopod. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon, and for some reason I was speaking with a ridiculous accent. Welcome to my world of crazy. Welcome. First up, <laughs> welcome to my world of crazy. <laughs> First up, speaking of crazy, Charlie Sheen back in the news. No. And no, this isn't uh, for two and a half men. Charlie Sheen, uh, in a story repeated from 1987, trashes hotel room in a coke-fueled rampage after being discovered with hookers. <laughs> a drugged-up and naked Charlie Sheen, just two months out of rehab, allegedly trashed his room at the Plaza Hotel, which costs a pretty penny to stay at. That place is amazing looking. Well, he's he's from not the, hurting for money though. No, he's definitely not hurting for money. So he allegedly trashed his room at the Plaza Hotel early this morning in a frantic bid to find his wallet and cell phone after partying with multiple hookers all night. <laughs> Hotel security called police just after 2 a.m. this morning where they found the hard partying sheen. After the woman called the front desk, uh, tables and chairs had been thrown around the room and a chandelier was also damaged. Uh, the damage to the luxury suite reportedly totaled around $7,000, which is, you know, just pennies to him. Yeah. So uh, he was accompanied to New York Hospital by his ex-wife, Denise Richards, who was staying in a separate room on the 18th floor, which is one room above where he was. They're, they're trying to be friends for the children. Okay, so they're staying in a hotel together? So the kids were in the hotel, too? Yeah, so the kids were in the hotel <laughs> wow. while he was busy um, doing blow with hookers right below them. <laughs> Sheen, who was only a week <laughs> away from completing his probation, told cops he was drinking and had snorted cocaine before he started flipping out. So the actor's supposed wow. to be released tomorrow. Uh, let's see. Da -da -da. So after he'd returned to his room with an un unidentified woman, so this was last night, he noticed that his wallet and cell phone were missing, causing him to fly into a cocaine fuel rage. So the hooker called the front desk from room 1832. Oh, my God, they were on the same floor as his kids. Wow. I didn't want to exaggerate, but I had read reports that they were right next door to each other. It looks like that was the case. Wow. That his kids were in the next room, and he was doing a hooker and blow next door to them. All right, so the hooker called the front desk from room 1832 that she was sh uh, sharing with him and reported that Sheen was passed out on the bed and she was worried. Um, it also is reported that a woman was screaming inside of a locked closet as well. What the hell is going on in there? The woman was fearing for her life and was naked, a source says. Charlie was incoherent but started screaming slurs at the cops. They recognized him immediately and gave him two options. They could take him to the hospital or take him down to the station. Charlie Sheen chose the hospital. So he was in town with Denise Richards and their two daughters, who were also staying in the hotel, reportedly in the room right next door to him. Ugh. People in Sheen's life have recently 
uh, become had feared that uh, he was hanging out with the wrong people. He was spotted drinking again at the Playboy Mansion in August. So there you go. You can have all the money in the world, but goddamn hookers and blow will get you. Yeah, well. In other wow. random New York news, <laughs> this one happens in Times Square. It is a battle of the mascots. Agri- aggressive El- Elmo irks Times Square. Aggressive Elmo irks Times Square. Aggressive Elmo irks Times Square. Okay. Batman and other regular characters in New York's famed Times Square say they aren't happy that the aggressive character of Elmo has returned <laughs> to bother the tourists. The guy dressed as Batman complains. He swears and curses. Times Square was much better when he was gone. <laughs> Batman is among one of the many people in varied costume characters who pose for pictures with tourists, generally in exchange for a modest gratuity. But Elmo's considered a little too over the top because he actively demands a few dollars and some feel can get a little too outspoken, especially for a Sesame Street character who appeals to small children. <laughs> New Jersey dad Steve said, What happened to society? I'm passing by and now Elmo's trying to shake down kids for a dollar? Only in New York City. Amanda Kelly Knox. Who is that? That was a random guy? New Jersey dad Steve. Only in New York City. Only, I, know, I was trying to do the... Oh, you should do your New Jersey accent. Only in New York City. Only si- in New York City. Yep. Another woman, going by the name of Amanda Kelly Knox, told the Daily News, I was scared when Elmo swore at me. I wasn't going <laughs> to let my daughter anywhere near it. I also think he kind of smelled. Get your fucking picture with Elmo. <laughs> But the, wow. guy, but the guy in the Elmo suit has defended himself against all the other superheroes who are trying to force him out of Times Square. He said, I'm not being rude. Taking an Elmo picture without paying is rude. It's what I call making a living. I'm an actor. <laughs> no word yet on if Elmo is going to stay in Times Square. Wow. And more random costume okay. news. <laughs> I'm just plowing on through. <laughs> Men attacked while wearing beer bottle costumes. Deputies say that two men were attacked in front of a home while dressed as giant beer bottles. According to reports, the costume men were sitting out in front of their house when two males passed by and reportedly made comments about the victims, including how they were dressed as Bud Light bottles when the best beer is Paps Blue Ribbon. <laughs> a short time later, after they left, deputies say the suspects returned to the scene and started up another verbal altercation, again about the type of beer. The suspects allegedly attacked the victims, then fled in a vehicle with two women who witnessed the fight. Here's the line of the day. Investigators say the women dropped off the suspects at their home, the Leisure World Mobile Home Park, and then called the police. <laughs> Deputies responded to the scene shortly after 2 a.m. One of the victims was transported to Bayfront Medical Center with non-life-threatening injuries. The other victim, a 36-year-old man, was taken to the same hospital with a cut on his hand. Deputies were able to arrest the suspects at their mobile home park soon afterward. Both suspects face aggravated battery charges. Investigators did confirm that alcohol appeared to have been a factor. No word yet on why the men were dressed like giant beer bottles. Oh, that's awesome. I just only keep picturing Dennis Hopper being that's like, all fuck I can think that of, shit! Yeah. <laughs> fuck that shit! Paps! Blue! Ribbon! <laughs> How many times do you think those guys said that to? Oh, yeah. I don't Do you really think that they've seen Blue Velvet? Oh, they know that quote, though. They would I know that quote, you. but they don't know from where. No, they probably wouldn't know where it's from. Fuck that shit! <gasps> Get violently angry over what type of beer someone is drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Another true headline. <laughs> oh, wow. This has not been altered. Police try to help a man with a crotch cut. 
A 52-year-old Athens, Georgia man took a trip to the emergency room for some delicate stitches before heading to jail late last night. Officers responded to domestic disturbance, a disturbance in an apartment near Georgia Square Mall around 10.45 and they heard a man threatening to kill someone, then all of a sudden beg for help. In a bedroom, they found him lying in a pool of blood covered by a, blag- a blanket. When they moved said blanket, they noticed that the man had an enormous laceration to his scrotum. The man first told the police that a woman had kicked him. Then he went on to say, no, she didn't kick him. He means that he slipped. And finally, something unintelligible about a broken screen door that might have cut his testicles. When paramedics arrived, the man told them that he had, quote, a really big problem down there, but refused (laughs) treatment and asked, is it really necessary to treat it? Won't it just heal itself? He became so combative, an officer had to handcuff him and take him to the hospital in the back of a patrol car. At the hospital, the officer struggled to get the man to the registration desk because he kept dragging his feet to stop the wheelchair he was in from rolling and grabbing random objects around him to stick in the spokes of the wheelchair. (laughs) He shouted many profanities in the waiting room, but once the man was in the room, he cursed at the female nurses so badly the hospital had to assign a male nurse to deal with him. The man was charged with disorderly conduct, criminal trespass, simple battery on a police officer, and probation violation. No word on how his testicles are healing. Okay, that's what I was going to (laughs) ask. Oh, I knew it. <laughs> I've, these headlines are just amazing today. This one reads, Congratulations, you may now kiss yourself. This is in uh, Dateline Taipei. Chen Wei has posed for a set of photos in a flowing white dress, enlisted a wedding planner, and has rented a banquet hall for a marriage celebration with 30 of her closest friends. But there is no groom for Chen Wei. Chen, in fact, will be marrying herself. Uninspired by the men that Chen's met, but facing social pressure to get married, the 30-year-old <laughs> Taipei office... I didn't notice that age. Uh, the 30-year-old Taipei <laughs> office worker will now hold the reception next month in honor of just one person, herself. Age 30 is a prime period for me. My work and experience are in good shape, but if I haven't found a partner by now, I probably wouldn't. So what can I do? Chen says, it's not that I'm anti-marriage. And I just hope that I can express a different idea within the bounds of a tradition. Her $5,675, whatever, I can't even talk today. Wedding comes after online publicity that has netted nearly 1,800 largely sympathetic comments about the state of her (laughs) affairs. Chen just hopes that more people will learn to love themselves a little bit more. Who's already booked her solo honeymoon to Australia. Chen said that her mother had insisted on a groom at first, but later jumped aboard the solo marriage plan. But as Chen cannot officially register a marriage to herself, she's ready to find that man later on down the line, and she will wed again. Perhaps at the next uh, Fun Employment Radio listener party, we could have a a Fun Employment Radio wedding. Sarah X. Dillon, do you take Sarah X. Dillon? Oh, wow. (laughs) Well, you know, I mean, you're you're in your <laughs> I am thirty second year. I mean, it's you know, it's getting pretty close. I know, close. And you're thirty nine. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so sad to me. She's lost hope. If I was gonna get married, by, I'm thirty. I'm old. If I was gonna get married by just now, give I would have. It's no point anymore. It is true. Those wedding pictures just keep getting older as you do. <laughs> Got lots of things from New York today. All right, finally, 
my favorite story of the day. And this one actually, uh, I have a visual aid. Let me go ahead and pull this up so I can show it to you. Let's see, there's that bad boy right there. All right, this is Dateline. Of course, New York City. New York City. New York City. By the way, Greg and I are sober. <laughs> Just so yes. you know. This one reads, this is from the New York Post, one of the best publications in the entire world. A pudgy fanny pack wearing 40-year-old man who lives with his mother is so desperate to find love that he's posting handwritten personal ads at payphones all over the city of Manhattan. <laughs> On paper, Malik Turner sounds like a fairly eligible bachelor. Oh, wait, maybe we should totally hook him up with Chen. I didn't even oh, think of that. Oh, yeah. They're both looking for love in all the wrong places. What are uh, what is he searching for? Well, he has some actual uh, some pretty specific things that he's looking for in a woman. So, um, so on paper, this man's name is Malik Turner. Sound he sounds like a fairly eligible bachelor. Uh, at first, he's single, gainfully employed as a sorter slash bagger for the United Parcel Service. Loves the All color right. red, and the teams, the Rangers and the Jets. The Harlem man loves movies, nightclubs, Coney Island, and Atlantic City. His hobbies include playing video games and riding the subway. Ladies, is oh. he for you? Written in clear print and with extreme specificity. Wait, wait, I'm sorry. His hobby is to ride the subway? Yes. Okay. I just read that without even thinking about <laughs> it. <laughs> Never know where it'll take you. Totally Ron Burgundy over here. Just stick something in front of my face. I'll just read it. Written in clear print with extreme specificity, Turner's ad says that he's seeking someone specific. More importantly, he's seeking a blonde, long-haired, and this is all, quote, Big-chested, curvy, leggy, voluptuous, <laughs> not fat woman or women. No fatties. <laughs> Age 21 to 45, willing to take turns paying on the date with no gold diggers. So I have more information <laughs> on him, but I'll, I'll get through the rest of the story. So Turner, after found by after being uh, discovered by the New York Post, said that he's posted four or five around the city and all the different blocks, and he expects to post about a hundred of them. He said he came up with the idea for the flyers after coworkers warned him about women who troll the internet dating sites. <laughs> Mainly, as the ad makes clear, he wants to avoid hookers, shemales, transsexuals, and transvestites. <laughs> when being interviewed by the Post, he says, I go to nightclubs, but it's hard for me to find a woman of my own. I talk to them, dance with them, but sometimes I don't get their cell phone numbers. <laughs> when the New York Post contacted his mother to s- about his, what she thought about his approach to finding love, his mother got very angry. Right in front of the cameras... I don't have this audio, unfortunately. (laughs) His mother starts screaming at him, What did you do, Malik, now? What did you do? (laughs) That's awesome. When asked how rigid he was about the ad's criteria, he said, I'm not interested in anything else. He said he's not searching for a fairy tale or even a long-term relationship. I just want casual and promiscuous because I don't want anything serious. (laughs) So let's find out a little bit more about... Let's see. Yeah, well, we have a lot of listeners in New York. I'm sure there's some single we ladies there. We do indeed. So let's see. And uh, we'll go ahead and put this picture up at funemploymentradio.com. So Malik Turner has um, yeah, has some pretty specific things that he likes. So his name, Malik Turner, uh, date of birth, 4670. Uh, 40 years old. He's black, single. Uh, his favorite color is red, as we talked about before. He loves cats and tigers. <laughs> his favorite food. I like tigers. His favorite food is uh, Chinese and Italian. P.S. This is all handwritten and photocopied. And it's kind of slanty, too, because he didn't use ruled paper. (laughs) So what kind of cars are Lamborghinis and Ferraris? If he could pick another vehicle, it would be a Jeep Grand Cherokee or a Hummer. What? His favorite music is hip-hop, house, dance, freestyle, techno, and disco. So uh, these are the types of women, and then he refers to himself in the third person, that Malik is looking for. White and Hispanic. Nationalities. 
I would accept American, Canadian, Hispanic, British, Australian, Italian, Swedish, and Native American. Age range 21 to 45. The hair color and length must be blonde or red, and the hair must be long. The habits of his preferred woman. They don't smoke, drink on occasion. Very promiscuous. And then in parentheses, into threesomes, two girls, one guy. Foursomes, three girls, one guy. The girl needs to be independent. But not fivesome. <laughs> That's taking it too far. <coughs> He's employed. Oh, she wa- he wants her to be employed, independent. Willing to take turns paying on the date. No gold diggers in all uh, caps. <laughs> Willing to use uh, allow a guy to use condoms during sex. And must be a great kisser. The only clothing that she's allowed to wear are mini skirts, Daisy Duke shorts, and spiked heels five to six inches high. <laughs> she also must have long fingernails and no hookers, shemales, transsexuals, transvestites, nor dominatrix. In other words, the women who replied this ad must be real. And then he did that whole pull tab thing where he wrote out his name <laughs> and then so his phone number. Off. So, my friends, as my public service to you, my Fun Employment Radio friends, if you would like to call Malik Turner, if you feel like you might be up to the challenge of being his perfect woman, you can go ahead and do that, my friends. You can call Malik Turner at 917-658-7761. Once again, that's 917-658-7761. But if his mom picks up, you might want to hang up because she's not too happy about it. Yeah. Just call back. Call back after 730. She goes to bed. <laughs> And that, my friends, <laughs> is your world of crazy. That's awesome. <laughs> He's got his standards. He knows what he wants. Oh, this letter—it's just like written by a like written by a crazy person. <laughs> like you can see, because the handwriting's all like slanty. What did like he say? He wants some chesty. <laughs> he wants some. Let's see. Oh, with a big butt. Let's see. A big chested, curvy, leggy, voluptuous, not fat, gorgeous face, <laughs> long fingernails. Wow. And all of like his demands, like yeah, the hair must be long. It's all in like all caps. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I think that if we, hit, oh, but Chen might not be. Uh, no, I don't think she the fits things. those qualifications. Maybe that's her. Yeah. yeah. They're both just too damn picky. <laughs> <laughs> well, a man like Malik knows what he wants, and I think you really need to respect that. Nobody can take that away from no. me. No, I mean, he's not looking for some gold digger. I really he's like just it. looking for a very promiscuous woman into threesomes or foursomes. What I find sexy is when a man doesn't actually own a car, but he lists the ones that he likes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's just a real turn on. <laughs> like, you can't really do anything about it, but you know what? I'm going to write it on paper. Well, he likes tigers. He likes tigers, too. I mean, it's hard to really deny a man like that. I'm, it's too bad you don't live in New York. I know. Yeah. I have to get a whole new wardrobe. and. Yeah. Well, he, he knows what he wants. <laughs> Got to change your whole style. <laughs> <laughs> and Sarah just hit her head on the microphone. Oh, man. Are you going to watch the Blazer game tonight? Yes. Yeah, me too. Yeah. No, I'm Yeah, I'm planning on it. I may... I may uh, Meet up with me? Yeah. Awesome. Um, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. <laughs> if you uh, found today's show fascinating and would like to sponsor, please contact us, actually. 
please do. And we very, very much appreciate everyone who's been sitting in donations. Uh, yeah, donations. Just like going to our website, buying, you know, yeah. anything. Just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Stopping by our sponsors or, or like clicking on the Audible link or buycostumes.com. You know, all of that stuff. We appreciate it so much. And uh, thank you. You guys are awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, do we have the one person tomorrow? Um, not, not 100% confirmed. Okay. Yet. All right. Cool. But, but like 80%. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. So we just need to get it um, finally confirmed, and then Excellent. we'll be good to go. Yes. Oh, Woo-hoo. and uh, you might see something different tomorrow. Yeah. Could be something different. Uh, just a little something different. About us. Yes. A little something. A little, little something. A little something. Cool. Might happen. All right. We will talk to you tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. Uh-huh.